Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups. Hello everyone, it's Nick from the Talking Power podcast here. We've got a special podcast for you this week. We are from F1 in Schools, which was the state finals for WA was held at the North Lakes Senior Campus this week. A big thanks to Deborah Maloney, uh, also Dr. Michael Myers, and also Andy Kale for uh, getting the Talking Power podcast involved. It was really appreciated. And also thanks to all the schools that participated and gave us time for their interviews. So just a brief rundown on F1 in schools. It's an event that's held around the world. There are state finals in Western Australia. Then there's national finals in Australia. And then the best of each country meet in the world finals. And it's a program based at schools where teams in schools develop a Formula One car. It's powered by a CO2 carbon dioxide canister and it's fired down a the track. There's lots involved in it and I, it is run by Re-Engineering Australia Foundation. I urge you to go to their website and check it out. It is www.rea.org.au and uh, you can find the link to F1 in schools there. It's an endorsed Formula One activity. So thanks for everyone that was participated in the interviews. Let's have a listen. Okay, I'm here with Dr. Michael Myers, uh, Executive Chairman of Reengineering Australia Foundation. Thanks for joining us, Michael. It's my pleasure. I guess one of the questions that we have today, um, we're down here at the Formula One in schools in Western Australia. This is the, the um, one of the finals in WA. Um, one of the questions, I guess, to start off with, can you tell us a bit about re- Reengineering Australia and the foundation and what, what, what it actually does and, and, and how you help um, in the industry? Um, Reengineering Australia basically started now 20 years ago. And it, it came from, um, uh, I suppose, a bit of a passion, one might say, or m- more so me feel, feeling guilty. Um, I'm an engineer and I've been working all around the world on trains, planes and automobiles and been involved in the design and the Mitsubishi Magna and uh, hybrid Camry and all sorts of cars and, and a lot of Boeing and biomedical stuff around the world as well. And we, in, in my practice, I had 65 engineers solving automotive problems and uh, we, we saw that there weren't enough students coming through with the skill or the understanding of what engineering was all about. And we're going back now to 1998. So I had this instinct that I wanted to do something. And 
the thing that prompted it was we uh, I have four daughters and, and when number three went to high school at Pennant Hills I hadn't done too much up at the school so I felt a bit guilty about that process and I, I went up to the school and, and said you know I've got three girls here I, you know, can I help out somewhere and the principal said to me look we know you're an engineer we have kids building mileage marathon cars on a Monday night and, and you know you should be able to help and I went away thinking to myself now I'm dealing with Boeing one day and Toyota the next and Ford the day after. And here we have a bunch of 15-year-olds building billy carts. Now I'm sure I can blow their mind away. So I turned up on this first Monday night and the kids rolled out a carbon fibre monocoque car. They had the world record at 3,200 miles a gallon. And I fell off my perch. Um, and I turned to one of the kids and said, how did you get to do this? And he looked at me and said, well, no one said we couldn't. And I thought, if, if these kids are doing this with no technology at all, what could they achieve if we gave them the best technology in the world? And at the time, we were supplying all of the technology that Ford and Toyota and Holden were using for designing their cars. And in a sense, that was the, the kicker. Um, it's gone, it come a long way since then. Um, we now have a whole series of programs which most people connect with if you say STEM, so science, technology, engineering, maths. But it's really... Um, that the term STEM has been a little bit misused. It's about kids bringing together all sorts of different fields to solve a problem. So it's fundamentally about problem solving. And, and, and instead of teaching kids in maths and science and engineering and English all in different silos, we give them a problem to solve. And here today we're doing Formula One cars. Um, and, and they have to bring together everything that they need to do to solve that problem. We also have programs called subs in schools, uh, four by four in schools, uh, space in schools. Fundamentally, they're all uh, giving kids an opportunity to solve quite complex problems. And, and it's taking them outside the classroom and uh, we find that 70% of the kids who do the program actually change their careers towards engineering. And they actually improve, 80% of kids improve in all subjects after doing problem-based learning, which is what we're, we're, we're selling. So that's the key, isn't it? I mean, really, it's engaging the children at, at a fairly young age, getting them involved in engineering. I know when I went to school, which was a while ago now, um, I wanted to do engineering. Unfortunately, um, there probably wasn't... It was strictly maths, it was strictly physics, and there was... You know, we didn't talk, we didn't have this uh, crossover with any sort of motorsport or learning. So that that's the key, isn't it, really? Yeah, we give them a problem. In this instance, they have to design a small Formula One car, which m might seem quite simple. Uh, but along the way, they've got to use computational fluid dynamics um, to test the strength of the vehicle. They use do all the students um, use uh, finite element analysis as well. Sorry, computational fluid dynamics is about aerodynamics on the car. And, and uh, finite element analysis and the structural strength is some of the tools that the kids are using. Now, when we started, we, we gave those tools to the older kids um, to use in their design process. But now we actually find that we've got kids down in year five and six who are becoming, becoming fluent in, in fluid dynamics, uh, computational fluid dynamics, which is quite remarkable. I mean, they're normally subjects that you do at the end of an engineering degree. Uh, but now we've got kids in right down to kindergarten. So we, the F1 of schools now goes from kindergarten to year 12. It involves the um, building and dining the car in the school, which is one thing, but then they have competitions. So we have a regional competitions, state competitions, which we're 
out today. We have a national competition which will be around the Grand Prix time next year. And then the kids go off to a world final. And in the last, uh, since 2003, we've won the world championship six times. And uh, we really do produce the best kids in the world here. That's an important point too, isn't it? I mean, in Formula One, in the world of Formula One, it is... I wouldn't say dominated by Australians, but there's a lot of talent from Australia making its way into Formula One. No doubt programs like this will will help in the future. Yeah, there is an awful lot of kids, and a lot of kids are see, finally see how they can get into. Uh, one of our patrons is Sam Michael, who was a sporting director for, for um, McLaren and had worked in all sorts of other things as well. And when we run our world final... The, the the all the kids get to visit the teams at the pits. So, and I'm not talking about just a walk past. They actually get inside all of the pits with all of the drivers and all of the teams. So the whole F1 world has really now got behind uh, what can happen. And what's interesting is that 40% of the people that participate are girls, uh, which is surprising everybody. So, Dr. Michael, just explain to us then uh, today, uh, we're, we're sitting here, you know, probably six foot, ten foot away from the track. So, can you just run us through, basically, I know there's three different classes, cadets, um, development and professional. Can, can you run us through what these, what these guys, these kids, guys and girls will be doing today? The st- students are judged in a whole series of different areas. Uh, they'll go off into another room and they'll do a verbal presentation which will have to talk about the design process, how they collaborated with industry, what they've learnt from industry and how they've applied that. Uh, They'll have to go to another area where the engineering is judged by a team of judges and they have to explain the engineering processes, so the design process that they've gone through and the history of that. Uh, They have display booths here where they've got to, in a sense, sell their, they um, become a small Formula One team. So they have to sell themselves just as Formula One teams would do, uh, get sponsorship. And to give you a perspective of the sponsorship, uh, the, we took four teams to the world final in September and they raised between fifty dollars and $90,000 each team. And I'm talking about 14-year-old kids going out and raising $90,000, which is quite remarkable. But the sheep station part is in a minute we're going to start racing. And uh, they, they're powered by a CO2 gas cylinder, uh, which is pierced. Uh, and they tear down a track, which is 25 metres long. Or the, the measured space is 20 metres. And they do that in just over a second. So they're going naught to uh, 80 kilometres an hour in half a second. And then they run out of steam and slow up on the way back. And uh, that's when the kids start to... Um, bet the sheep stations if we might say and get so excited about it because it is a the competition is a good part of engaging kids and it's something we've sort of forgotten about competition is important and and one most important thing kids here lose and make mistakes and they fail because it's when they fail they improve so the race is also there's a reaction time component to the to the race as well so it's not just the fastest car down the track there's also a reaction time component to it as well yeah, the kids go through a series of what we class automatic racing. So the, the machine sets them off so we get a, a best team out of the, the best speed out of the car. But then they have to actually have, have a reaction time where they actually fire them off in competition. And uh, that's when even the best car can come undone when the driver's not uh, really tuned in. So it's about getting them engaged and, and really committed to the whole process of getting their reactions going as well.
the the whole competition is not just about the racing however as you said before so there's points allocations for different different criteria so there was the marketing points allocation uh engineering uh over and manufacturing as well that's correct yeah there's a i think there's a thousand points all up across all of the categories and we simplistically break them down into marketing engineering racing um, presentation and put for and, and display booth so in a sense they're split up across that and you have to be good at all of them not just one thing you, you're just making a fast car is not enough as anyone who's races motorsport and i have a history of um, it's very expensive and you've got to be able to bring the dollars in as well to be able to do all of that stuff speaking of your motorsport background are you able to touch on that a little bit for us I can talk about my history a bit, but uh, interestingly, I have genes that go back much further. So I have an uncle named Jack Myers, who was very famous for racing Holdens, and uh, um, he helped set up, I think, um, Bathurst and competed in the Grand Prix up there, and he was killed at Catalina. So it was, I think it's in the genes. Um, but I, rather than take up motor racing, I took up rallying, and I, I was, uh, ran for many years in the New South Wales and ARC events, I did two round Australia car rallies, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. And, uh, and and as a part of being an engineer, got involved in doing a lot of structural design of roll cages and things. And I'm now on the Institute of Motorsport Safety um, Board. So we're doing a lot of work to improve the safety of motorsport generally across the whole all, all categories. So I am sort of up to my neck in motorsport. And we do have a, back in our office a McLaren F1 that uh, we take around that show kids to really get them engaged as well. Oh, that's, that's amazing. Which, which one was that one? Interesting story about the, getting the McLaren. Uh, Sam Michael, who's one of our patrons from a long time ago, we were sitting in Melbourne at Grand Prix a few years back, and I said to him, how do we get our hands on a F1 car to show the kids? And he said, oh, live with me. And uh, six months later, he rang me up and said, it's in a container in Melbourne, go and pick it up. Uh, so we, we went down there and I opened the container and I nearly fell over. It's a, a McLaren MP4-21. So it's a 2007. Um, uh, the last of the Adrian Newey cars before he went off to Red Bull, to Jaguar at that stage, I think. So and then we take it out to show kids and they get so excited about being able to touch one. Dr. Michael Myers, thanks, thanks for your time today. Look, uh, before, before you've got to head off and, and do your... Um uh, what you required, some of your judging and, and uh, overseeing this whole event. Where can we find out more information about F1 in schools? I know they've got a website. You can also go to the REA website as well, Reengineering Australia website. Is there anywhere else we can find more information about F1 in schools? There is an international website, but everything that you need to find is on the rea.org.au, so rea.org.au, and there's a whole section on, on Formula One in schools. And if people like uh, 4x4, there's a whole section on 4x4 in schools as well. Uh, but there's lots of information there, and certainly even on the cover page there's a, a video of the kids winning the world final this year. An interesting side note is just the other day... Uh, we won the world title this year and we won it last year. And the kids who won it last year were invited last week to go and meet Harry and Megan, uh, Megan sorry, at um, Government House in Victoria. And I think that made the news all around the country and all around the world. So everyone's got the royal touch now. So it's, It certainly does. It certainly does. And um, look... Um it's really exciting. There's a lot of lot of um, lot of activity down here, um, and we're really looking forward to seeing um, 
how this... So WA is the last of the state finals, is that correct? Uh, we have Victoria and New South Wales to come still. Dr. Bonkamores, thanks for your time today. It's much appreciated. Thanks for coming on to the Talk and Power podcast. My pleasure. Okay, I'm here with a team at Eton Secondary College. Um, Chanel Racing. I'm here with Alastair, Mitchell, Olivia, Charlize and Megan. Thanks for coming on, guys. Um, tell us a bit about your car that you've got over there. It's quite a, quite a, quite a good presentation, that car. Um, well, when we were first designing it, we had a few hiccups with the way we designed it. And then it wouldn't meet criteria, so then we had to design it differently, and then it wouldn't work the way we wanted it to. So there was a lot of time that went into designing it the way we wanted it. And I'm, I'm personally quite happy with the way it turned out. I mean, for, from a from a looks point of view, it's it's quite the part, I must admit. When you say it wasn't quite working right, so are you able to test this at, at school? Is that correct? Um, our school, personally, we couldn't test it because it's our school's first year sending any teams, so we didn't really have the equipment to test it out, and we didn't have an, and we ran out of time to go to Newton Moore to test it on their track, so we didn't do much testing. We did the test with like the fan and the powder to get the airflow, and that was all we could manage as our school didn't have the facilities to do it. It's pretty crucial, isn't it? I mean, these cars are not hanging about. They, they get down that track, that 20-metre track, in, in about a second. So, so airflow, even though they're only small cars, is crucial for these things, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the airflow is definitely cru uh, crucial, especially the weight too. The lighter the car, the faster it would go. But also, you don't want the car to be so light that it just snaps easily. Now hats off to your school as well. So this is the first year you guys have done it? Yep. Um, we've got two teams that have come up with us, uh, the team next to us over here, and we started working on them about a term and a half ago. So we have we had to kind of cram everything in all in one go, get get everything organised so we knew what we had to get done, and then had to do all the trial and error, see what we weren't doing right and what we had to fix, and then end up with this result, which we're all really happy with. <laughs> No, it is. It's, it's uh, quite good and it's, it's off to you guys and to your school as well for, for giving you the time to do that and the, and the tools to do it as well. Any sponsors you'd like to thank at all? Um, I'd like to thank um, Tint City for producing our banner, um, Little Star Media, um, Woolworths. Um, yeah, I like, you guys all uh, did a good job. Um, Southwest Locksmith, Men's Barbers, thanks for donating the money and uh, thanks to all the team. You guys done a ripping job this year. Well done. Well, there you go. Thanks for that, Mitchell. That's a glowing endorsement on the rest of the team. So hats off, guys. Uh, you've done a really great job. It looks really good. And good luck for the d good luck for the next couple of days. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with Timmy, the team manager from uh, Wesley College. Um, how are you, Tim? And thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh yeah, thanks uh, for offering. No worries. Uh, so you're one of the entrants today. Um, now. My recent research indicates that you guys are pretty formidable. Um, tell us a bit about uh, Wesley's uh, history in F1 for schools. Well, uh, Wesley has a long history with F1 schools. Uh, we have only made it into world finals once, and that was in 2007, I believe. Um, but besides that, we have been consistently getting into nationals for quite a while. Um, myself and Ruben have also been uh, in separate teams who have achieved national level of competition before. 
and so yeah we are uh, aiming for that this year as well that's yeah, very good I mean I had a look at your stuff over there before and um, it, it seems fairly formidable um, so after here all going well it's off to the to, off to the nationals in March is that correct uh, yes it is I believe there's quite a chance it will be held in Adelaide but it's still unconfirmed all right so tell us a bit about everyone's input into the into it's not just about building the car is it and racing it it's there's a whole lot that goes on behind it as far as marketing and um, there's also a uh, verbal presentation as well so can you tell us a bit about who inputs what and, and who does what I see you got the team shirts on looking very very professional yeah yeah of course of course it's so much more than just <coughs> Just building and constructing a car, there's uh, aspects of marketing and gaining sponsorship and uh, working with uh, organizations and mentors and such to create your car. But also you have to have a general brand and identity that you can represent and uh, show to other people. And this helps you greatly in the competition. Like for instance, yeah, our shirts, this represents who we are and we have our sponsors on the back. Yeah, and yeah, so Lachlan is our marketing manager. He Took, uh, he managed all of the uh, aspects of sponsorship and external collaboration. Uh, we've got Ruben, uh, our design engineer, and he essentially just uh, did most of the digital designing and he came up with the concepts uh, for our car. We have Vangeli, uh, who was our manufacturing engineer. He uh, worked with aspects of printing, um, painting, and assembling our cars, as well as the manufacturing of our booth. And I am the team manager. I oversee all this and uh, generally just ensure we all work together and everything goes smoothly. How long, like, when do you start? It's, it's October as we speak now, but when do you start preparing for this? Well, generally at the very start of the year, you'd have a team ready and about to, um, or ready to compete in this structure. However, generally uh, fully preparations uh, will properly start around second term. Uh, we start probably getting into the com uh, competition, probably designing and starting to experiment with the printing and manufacturing of our cars, and we'll probably start to gain sponsorships and stuff, yeah. Now, guys, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast. It's very good, and it's oh, look, I, I really t hats off to what you guys do. I had a good look at the car. Yours has got some some design elements of it that not not a lot of the other cars have. So, obviously, you see something there that's um, worth building on. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah, thank you. This is great. I'm here with Lars from Joseph Banks Secondary School. How are you, Lars? Thanks for joining us. I'm good, thanks. Um, tell us a bit about your team. It's the, um, this is your first year, is that correct? Yes, this is our first year as a team, as for tests. So um, we have three members in our team, me, Caden and Bailey. Um, so our name's Fre the French word for philosophy and the bre brief team identity. Yeah, no, fair enough. You've got some uh, pretty formidable sponsors on board as well. Do you want to mention some of those? Um, so some of our sponsors are EC ECU, um, Daniel Ricardo, through his own brand, um, Arise Racing, WA Sporting Car Club and Go Gear Racing Services are our sponsors. No, that's excellent. Um, tell us a bit about the car. This is the, um, this is the sample car or the trade car that's on, dis on display. 
The other two cars, correct me if I'm wrong, are in Park Ferme. Is that correct? So, uh, general car is has a basic shape with um, a bullet-shaped top bit for the can CO2 canister with 3D printed front and rear aerofoils. Yeah, okay. All right. So, talk us a bit about the rest of the guys on the team and what they were responsible for. So, Bailey was our graphic graphic design person and also our marketing. So, he set up our team website and some of our social like our email. Um, Caden was our team's engineer who designed our team car and helped with the manufacturing process as well for it. Oh, very good. Um, look, it's a pretty formidable car as well. I mean, I think they all are. Yeah, so we spent, we had 13 weeks of in-class time to do the project, so we spent quite a bit of time out of school, at home and at school as well to work on finishing the project. One of the questions I have for, for, I guess, a lot of you guys, do, so you're obviously thinking of a career in some sort of motorsport in the future or, or motoring? Um, that's been a dream always, to join a big Formula One team because that would be really fun and cool to do as a day job, to travel and do participate in such an amazing sport that exists. Well, I think this is an excellent stepping stone. I was talking to Dr. Michael Myers earlier, and when I when I was at school, which is a long time ago now, but when I was there, we didn't have these opportunities. Uh, and I think this is an amazing opportunity for young guys, young guys and girls, sorry, for, like yourself, to get involved in such a thing. Yeah, um, this is a program that's quite fairly is fairly new to the world, and it's one that encompasses so many different careers and industries and combines it into one thing and we're basically doing what a Formula One team would do as a whole but on a much smaller scale which is a great way to represent how that works. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, Lars, look, I won't keep you any longer. It looks like it's morning tea time, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you get going. But thanks for your time and thanks for coming on the Talking Power podcast. You're welcome. Have a good day. So I'm here with Team Nexus, They're another team from Wesley College. How are you guys? And thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. You're the design engineer. Tell us a bit about what, what you're responsible for on the car. Uh, well, I'm responsible for designing the car, editing it, making sure it's up to regulations, making sure it looks aerodynamic, is aerodynamic, and yeah. No, I actually read the regulations, and they're not. It's not that straightforward, is it? It's not as if it's like pretty loose. It's it's pretty particular. So getting the best out of your car is is not an easy task, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Because I think there's like 72 pages of regulations, and every single one has to be abided by. So there's a lot of stuff you need to factor into your car making process. No, definitely. Sam, tell us a bit about your, your the graphic design. Tell us a bit about what you, you were doing. Sorry. Marketing manager and resource manager. My apologies. So I pretty much take care of sponsorship. So um, I go out with, uh, the, not, well, one, with anyone really who I can drag along on the weekend and see, like, handing out those flyers and stuff, see what, um, if anyone's interested. We have got... Um, 
four main five main sponsors um, for our for our team so far. We'll go through the sponsors in a minute. It's not an easy job, is it, getting sponsors? I mean, we, we face that every day in our podcast, trying to get sponsors. It's not easy, is it, trying to get people's money? No, it, it's, um, it's not really. Most people are sort of willing, but um, they some people sort of, like, don't understand that you actually need quite a bit. It's more serious than a bunch of boys, you know, trying to do something. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, look, I mean, if the, if we can do anything for you guys uh, at, at, at the podcast, it is this is pretty serious sort of stuff here so it's not this is not just a group of young kids playing with cars it's actually quite quite serious and there is some technique and some design elements that goes into these cars Hamish you want to tell us a bit you're the manufacturing engineer is that that correct um so basically I get the car out of the machine and turn it into a painted finished copy of the car that's ready to race so um yeah it's quite a long process um has lots of steps and every bit every bit's important certainly is and tim graphic design as well you're responsible i guess for for a lot of the posters we see is that correct yeah so just basic like anything and everything that involves design so the colors of the car our name um our logo posters portfolios all of it I must say, hats off, the car itself looks great and the paint, the finish on it is really good. So, well done, Hamish. It, it, looks, it does look great. It's really good. All right, sponsors, guys, rattle them off. Tell us who your sponsors are. Who wants to go through that? So, we've got Mineral Intelligence, um, which is a mining industry. They gave us $250. We've also got Bosch. Um, they gave us $200. Um, with SolidWorks, which is the CAD program that Tom Tom used for our car, they um, gave us a five-person license, and um, we also got South Perth uh, Travel, um, which gave us one hundred dollars. So thanks to those sponsors. I mean, yeah, it does help, especially the SolidWorks one. That's awesome. I, I've used SolidWorks in the past, and. Uh, worth every cent so well done guys i'm getting that all right guys thanks for coming on the podcast much appreciated okay i'm here with jackson from belgus senior high he's representing the raptors team thanks for coming on the podcast jackson can you tell us a bit about your your uh, your entry here well i am uh the ma manager and marketer for my team's raptors and this is my second year of f1 and it's been really fun so far. Yeah. It is a lot of fun, and it's it's quite competitive as well. Is what I've is is my been my assessment so far. Um, you've got a basically a your completed car there, and your race cars are in Park Fermi. That's correct. Yep. Um, you've also got like the the basic chassis there as well. Um, is that so? That's the lead up to the build. Is that correct? Yes, uh, what it shows here is um, before and after. So after, before it was, um, you know, just a piece of wood that looked like a car. And then after, it's painted, it's got the axle, it's got the wheels, you know, the stickers. Now, I know you won't want to give too much away, but that front wing looks considerably different to everyone else's. Is there a bit of a, bit, a, bit of a design element to that, I must say? Well, I'm not the uh, engineer, but what my friend has told me is that it, uh, what we're going for is it to go up, for it to like kind of float in the air while it's going down the track, but then the wing is trying to stabilize it. It's trying to like 
Alright, so like the bottom of it is making it go up and then the wing is making it go down so it's balanced. Yeah, okay, I, I see that. I, I, I hear what you're saying. No, it's uh, very good. Can you tell us a bit about also the marketing side because you, you are in the marketing. I must say, your marketing is very, very good. Uh, yes, um, my mum used to do all this type of stuff. She used to sell stuff and all that, and she taught me a lot about present, uh, like how to present stuff. You know, stuff has got to stand out from the colours. So with the um, with the uh, the cards here, um, the card holder is green, and the bottom of it is blue. It's to stick out so people can see it and they notice. Yeah. No, I must say, and even your uh, logo design there and your, your presentation and your marketing side of it is really good. So, no, hats off to you guys. You've done a really great job. Any sponsors you need to thank? Uh, well, we really need to thank Maximum Motorsport because they taught us a lot about team, you know, uh, sticking as a team and that what they do in real life is what we are doing and this will help us. Yeah, I, I certainly endorse that as well. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. All right, Jackson, look, thanks for You're the only one that was willing to step up <laughs> to do the interview, so I appreciate that, and good luck with the next few days. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you. Okay, I'm here with another one of the Wesley College teams. These guys are the Phantom Racers, and their car is another great-looking car. Um, this one's got Honda sponsorship on it as well, so we'll, we'll just check in with the guys and see... Uh, regarding uh, their team and, and how they like their chances this week. I'm at the moment with Oscar. He's one of the Os Sorry, there's only one Oscar here. There's two Owens and two Daniels. I'm with Oscar. What's your role on the team, Oscar? Uh, I'm the finance manager, so I my role is to keep track of all the money coming in and out, so all the deposits and withdrawals, and say if someone was to pay something for us, I would, it's my role to reimburse them with all the money and make sure, and I keep track of all our tax invoices and our receipts, um, knowing what, what we have to pay back, what profit we have, what debt, and what's our budget. So obviously an important role in any motorsport team is that role, so it's, um, it's good. I haven't spoken with anyone here that's in charge of the finances, so no, that's good. Daniel, sorry, um, you're a sponsorship manager. Tell us what's involved there, because it's not easy getting sponsors, is it? Um, no, um, some of the steps that I take are email them with a set date, and when the exact set date has come, and if you don't hear back from them, you email them again with a shorter set date, and you keep on doing that until you get an answer from them. Because your emails will be enough for them to either decline or say yes, we'll give you some money or yes, we'll give you some resources. Um, some have been really generous here, like Honda, which Oscar helped me get. Um, they gave us $800. I must say that's quite good. So well done on getting Honda because, um, you know, as far as the brands go, that's a fairly reputable one. All right, I'm gonna I'll go move on to the to one of the Owens. Owen, graphic designer, pretty important role as well. Yes, yes, it is. Can you tell us a bit about what what's involved in the graphic design? So you're responsible for the for the look of the car and the look of your marketing material. So I'm in charge of logos, all how the booth looks, how everything's set out on the posters, the flyers, stickers, and how the paint job on the car looks. I think you've done a great job there, Owen. It looks it looks magnificent and uh, looks it looks it looks very good. So, job well done there. Or just I'll leave the other Owen to to last. Daniel, 
Uh, design engineer, pro another important role. Tell us a bit about some of the design aspects of your car in particular. Um, so, yeah, we decided to add um, wings and we, it's kind of confusing because we had to, we have to fit it to the regulations and so we had to put the axle holes, um, we had to redo them about four or five times and so, yeah, that was a bit annoying and then um, our wings were too short and then they were um, too long and then they were yeah, so it's 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 hard because you have to get the perfect measurement, and you can't um, do anything out of the regulations. And so when you're sanding, you need to be careful not to over sand, or you need to get it to the right measurement. So if it's not to the exact millimeter, um, yeah, it the judges pick it up, and that's not very good. Well, it's it's I guess it's it's replicating the real life sport, isn't it? Because I mean, in in real F one, not just F one, in a lot of motorsports, it's down to the millimeter, and you know you you can be at the peril of the of the stewards if, if things are right. So, job well done there. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of going backwards and forwards with with uh, designing the car from a concept. So you've done really well. Hats off. All right, um, Owen. You're the team manager. Tell us a bit about what, what you, you pulled all the guys together. Yeah, I pulled the guys together and I basically set deadlines and I'm the time management and I have to keep the team together and then as well as that, I need to keep everyone on track, not doing stuff that's ahead of us. Alright guys, look, hats off to you guys, you've done really well. I think the car looks fantastic and good luck for the good luck for the next few days. All the best. Thanks for coming on. Okay, I'm here with Fu from Belga Senior High. He's representing Hyperspeed. Thanks for coming on, Fu. Uh, can you tell us a bit about your entry? Um, my entry uh, our team is Hyperspeed, we're from Belga. We are this is our first year at uh, F one in school competition and we really glide here. A lot of school here, and they really do, do good, uh, a lot of good work. Look, I must say the car is is for your first outing is quite good. Looks quite looks quite good. Um, so you're the you're the engineer. You put it all together. Tell us that looks like it's come off a off a CNC mill. Is that is that correct? Uh, yeah, this um, on from our team discussion idea. So we discussed about our design. Then I'm the engineer. We and I will put it up into the machine and cut it out. Yeah, so that's, I mean, <laughs> that's not something that um, a lot of schools offer, so hats off to, to Belga Senior High for, for offering that and having the facility to, to give you guys the ability to do that. Um, any sponsors you need to thank at all? Um, we would like to thank the Casey Trailer, the CAM um, Motorsport, and also the Maximum Motorsport. They provide us a lot of help for our um, shirt, t-shirt, our car and advice about how we should do it. No, that's great. That's great. And that's, uh, that's a, a credit to those sponsors as well and to the, and to the teaching staff and the students of Belga Senior High. So good luck for the next couple of days. Thanks for coming on, Fu. Thank you. Good luck. All right, I'm here with Benjamin and Jack from Joseph Banks Secondary College. They are 405 Racing. First question I've got to ask you, where does a 405 come from? Well, our main engineer, he got it from this uh, 
well, I think it was American. This American drag racing. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where I thought it came from, to be honest. So street outlaws. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, fair enough. Fair enough. We talk about street outlaws on the podcast from time to time. So no, no. I I thought that's where it may have come from. So I had to ask the question. Benjamin, graphic designer in your team. Can you tell us a bit about about your car and, and your input into it? Ooh. Well, I didn't personally design the car. It was mainly our engineer. But I did the colouring, I did the shirts, and I pretty much, well, organised the booth. So all the, like, the marketing material and all that that goes behind it is, is, um, is you, you come up with the, the graphic design, but then, Jack, you're the sponsorship manager. Yep. Tell us a bit about your role in the team. Uh, well, basically, I was just sorting out our sponsors, trying to get the deals, um, help write our sponsorship letter. We sent Daniel Ricardo. He sponsored us and our school, our teams. Gave us $200, which was very nice of him. We just got loads of different sponsors, uh, family, friends, uh, Arise Racing at Barbagella. They sponsored us. Just all stuff like that, really, just help us get where we are today. Obviously, some credible sponsors there, so that's that's amazing. And Daniel Ricciardo getting behind you guys, I think that's that's fantastic. And um, hopefully, uh, have you guys met him before? Um, not, I haven't met him, no, but I'm a big F1 follower. Uh, so, yeah, love him. Love him to bits now. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. So, um, tell us a bit about the car then. I know, I know you guys weren't really in, in its design, but tell us a bit about how the car come about and, and uh, how long you guys have been doing this for. We've been doing it for about, I think it was a month actually, about a month, yeah. Um, didn't take that long to design the car or anything, but it was not that hard to do, honestly. We did it all on, um, I think it was CAD, Autodesk CAD, and um, yeah. Uh, big thanks to my cousin's company, P uh, PLC. They're a great company, you could, uh, really cheap prices. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. It's all about plugging the sponsors as well and what you guys do. Look, guys, uh, thanks for doing the podcast with us today and uh, good luck with the next couple of days. All the best. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay, I'm here with another one of the Wesley College teams. This is Nebula Racing, and as they say, where stars are born. And I, I think that's a great, great catch cry. Well done on that one, Riley. I'm here with the team manager. Riley, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Nick. Yourself? I'm very well. I'm very well. Riley, tell us a bit about your your team. You've pulled um, four gentlemen together. You're obviously in charge of it. Tell us a bit about uh, your team and your sponsors as well. Well, originally Nebula Racing was formed two years ago, um, back in 2016, but that team unfortunately didn't go through. The next year, so last year, we went through to the national competition with a different team, and this year we've created and merged the two teams, Velocity Racing and Nebula Racing, to create a stronger and better team. We've been sponsored by several companies, the platinum ones being BGC, Australian Mines Limited and Auto Classic BMW and they've been very supportive in our pursuits and it's overall been a great competition so far. One of the things I'm amazed with, to be honest with you guys, is the sponsorship deals that you pull together. I mean, you're pulling together some pretty... They're, they're, I mean, BGC, Australian Mines, they're fairly reputable companies. So, well done in doing that. I think I think that's awesome. I think you've done a really great job. All right, I'm here with, is it Kaylin? Kaylin, um, financial manager. We've spoken with a couple of financial managers. Tell us a bit about what, what is involved in that. 
Well, really, it's just about like managing costs. If you have to buy acrylic, for example, or wheels, you have to know how much money you're going to have and how much money you like have to spend. You also get in contact with the um, sponsors to make sure they're up to date with everything that's going on. Like, for example, BGC, we were actually quite lucky to get them because, really, you're, there's not many, yeah, there's not many people that sponsor F1 in schools, so we were actually quite lucky. Yeah. No, and if and, and for those listeners that are out there now listening, I, I urge you to support the sponsors that we've mentioned. We've made a conscious effort to go around to all the booths and mention the sponsors because I think it's I think it's important that that we do that. Um, I want to move to the design engineer, Arav. Your car, a little bit different to the competition. That front wing is, is a little bit different. I know you probably can't say too much, but I'm sure you've done a, a lot of testing with that. But, yeah, just talk us through a little bit because that is, is, is fairly different to the competition. So our front wing and rear wing, they're in the shape of a teardrop. This means that they're pressure neutral, so they won't create lift or downforce. And we don't want any lift either, or downforce in an F1 in school's car because it's on a straight track. So um, we've made our wheels out of Teflon, and this means it's extremely slippery, and it will reduce uh, help us reduce rotational inertia and friction. We also use our ABEC 5 certified uh, full ceramic bearings from one of our sponsors, Bocker Bearings, and this helps us uh, reduce friction, and they're really, really good. Like, yep, and. No, and I, I, I do. I, I like the look of your car, I must admit. And uh, it, as I said, that front wing sort of caught my attention. But you're right, we're not, we're not pushing for downforce here, are we? Or, or you know, we, we're, not, we're not going around corners in this, in this situation. Um, all right, so look, I mean, um, good luck with your racing this week. Oh, before we finish, Christopher, sorry. I missed you there, Christopher. Resource manager, can you tell us a bit about what you're responsible for? My role is to get the resources that the team manager wants. And for example, the uniforms we bought from Black Chrome. I had to find a reasonable, good company. Um, we used Black Chrome last year and had um, a good, good price and good material and good quality. Also, I help with Arav in the manufacturing part when I have time, and I help him paint, sand, lacquer, and prime of the car. So Christopher, you probably, without taking too much away, it sounds like you're the busiest one on the team, to be honest. That's, I, know, I know a resource manager can be quite difficult to do, sourcing parts and, and um, yeah, trying to get all the bits together. So hats off to you guys and hats off to, to Wesley College as well for what, for, what you, well, for what they do and how they support you guys. I think it's magnificent. All right, well, look, thanks for coming on the podcast. Guys, any, anyone else you'd like need to thank that you might not have mentioned? Um, yeah, we've got a few more sponsors, so I'd like to thank our Platinum sponsors, BGC Australian Mines and Auto Classic. Uh, we'd also like to thank our gold sponsors, Bocker Bearings, Embroid Me, it's Perth CBD, Southbridge Dental and PPM Global, and then our bronze and silver sponsors, E-Plus uh, Engineering and Discus Print and Signage. Very well spoken, Riley. Uh, hats off to you guys. Very well done. And uh, good luck for good luck for the rest of the next couple of days. Thanks, guys. All right, I'm here with Seth from Newton Moore Senior High School, all the way from Bunbury. He's made the trek up this morning to participate here. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Seth. No problem. Seth, uh, tell us a bit about uh, your school, obviously, and, and more in particular your team and, and your design here. 
Alright, so I'm from the team Lovey Tess. Uh, we came up with uh, two other teams, the Gladiators and the Vectors. Uh, we're a year nine group of uh, students participating, there's five of us, and we all had individual roles working together. We got together when our teacher decided that we wanted to participate in F1, uh, and we wanted to go through to the States rather than most of the other teams in our class. So after the original team, our friend Christian joined with us, and we were set to go. No, that's, that's excellent. So the, the car itself, um, from what I understand, you guys have a test track, is that correct? We do, um, and we didn't get the chance to use it, but we did test it uh, on a cork board. Um, had we had maybe an extra week, we would have tested it, but we do have that at our school, so we have seen demonstrations used. I must admit, that's a, it's, it's, hats off to your school. It's a, it's a good... Um, insight into your school that they put the money into investing into something like yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't actually receive any direct sponsors because um, we sent out our emails late so mo the t uh, the school uh, paid for most of our finances so big big thanks to them because without them we haven't wouldn't be able to do it uh, nor the transport nor any of this no our printing or anything yeah yeah no that's fair enough can you tell us a bit about the elements it's not just about racing is it a no. um, Seth it's it's also about marketing and and also uh, there's a verbal presentation component to it yeah so um, a lot we had to work a lot on our display and our design and I think that's easily half the battle because the verbal presentation we didn't have organized until our final week and that requires us to go and speak about everything we did in our team very quickly and our individual roles um, and we also have to do one on engineering which is just as difficult because it's for our, our car producers to talk um, but I think the biggest part of what we were working with was easily putting our team together. The car was an individual work for Torv, our design engineer, but everything else was a massive team effort. Yeah, it certainly is. And it's like, I mean, these are not just, um, there's a bit of thought design process that goes into these things. Otherwise, you'd have them coming off the track and flying up in the air and all sorts of things. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, any, anyone else you need to thank, Seth, at all? Um, I'd really like to big, give a big thanks to our sponsors over at Retrovision uh, and Spencer Science. Spencer Science did our printing and Retrovision provided us with our van for travel up here. So a uh, big thanks to them uh, down in Bunbury. Uh, yeah, that's about, <laughs> that's about it. Thank you. All right, so if you're down in Bunbury, make sure you shop at Retrovision. All right, Seth, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for letting me speak. No worries. Okay, I'm here with Paul Sexton from Wesley College, one of the teachers there. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Paul. No worries. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Paul, tell us, Wesley, you've got four pretty formidable teams here, and, and a credit to your school, actually. The, 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 the children that are in the teams are, are very well-spoken and very, very polite, so hats off to them for that. But tell us a bit about the program, and um, obviously it's quite important to Wesley College. Yeah, so Wesley College, uh, very proud of our teams this year as uh, all years. Uh, we've been in the competition for 10 years, um, even from early days, one of our first teams went to the world finals. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the program involves a lot of um, engineering-based uh, activities, um, incorporating the innovations of the car, um, CAD drawings uh, as marketing and project management um, and there's a whole raft of skills that the students learn and are able to apply uh, so we're, we're really um, proud of their efforts again this year. 
No, certainly, it, and that's why it's talking to, to a lot of the students, there's a mix of talents, I guess, that they have, isn't it? It's not as if they're just, they might not necessarily be in, interested in motorsport, but they have a marketing sort of interest or a flair with sort of graphic design, and it sort of brings um, the interest out, of, it brings the best out of them, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, they, they take on their role seriously and uh, play to their strengths. Um, and the team manager's job is obviously to bring the team together and um, they'll have an engineer and a, a, a drafting uh, person, a graphic design, so marketing and finance, so yeah, that's great. No, certainly. So if, if someone's interested in, in doing this um, and they're thinking of going to Wesley, how, is, how, how does it work at Wesley College? Is it an extracurricular activity or is it part of, do you make it part of the curricular at all? Yeah, so currently we have it as extracurricular. Um, we start in year seven, uh, where our main intake for F1. Um, this year we had um, near on 70 students interested. Um, we f they form their own team. Uh, and then we have a preliminary knockout sort of um, activity. Uh, and yeah, this year we've ended up with four good teams. No, so they certainly are. And uh, hats off to, to Wesley College and... Uh, yeah, it's definitely really good to see and the, the camaraderie as well between the teams that go to Wesley as well is quite good. It's very good, I must say. Mm. Yeah, sometimes they're like, well, this is our competition, but yeah, we try to work as uh, a whole unit and uh, I think that makes it, you know, nice sort of brotherhood. Certainly does, certainly does. All right, Paul, look, thanks for your time and thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so you heard all the interviews there and thanks, once again, thanks to all those schools uh, for helping us out there with those interviews. Just some uh, results from the event. So in the professional class, in first place was Nebula Racing, Wesley College. In second place was Synthesis. Uh, they're from Wesley College as well. In third place was the Raptor Speed from Belga Senior High. They came in third. In fourth place was Gladiators from Newton Moore Senior High. Fifth place, we have Viteezy, Joseph Bank Secondary College. In sixth place, we have Hyperspeed. They were from Belga Senior High. And in seventh place, we have 405 Racing. They were from Joseph Banks Secondary College. So well done to all those guys. That was in the professional class. In the development class, in first place, we had Nexus. They were from Wesley College. In second place, we had La Vitesi. They were from Newton Moore Senior College. In third place, we had Schnell Racing from Eaton Community College. In fourth place, we had Phantom Racing from Wesley College. In fifth place, we had the Vectors from Newton Moore Senior High School. In sixth place, we had Burnout Racing, Joseph Banks Secondary College. In seventh place, we had Infinite Gears, Eaton Community College. And in eighth place, we had Platinum One Racing, Joseph Banks Secondary College. So well done to all those schools, and once again, thanks for your time. Thanks to Deborah Maloney, Dr. Michael Myers for their time, and also Andy Cale from um, Andy Cale Design, and also Girls Talk Motorsport. So thanks for all your efforts, guys, and thanks for getting the Talk and Power podcast involved. It is much appreciated. All right, um, that's a special episode. We'll be back with uh, another episode this week. So once again, uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys.
talking power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.